He's whiny. <laughs> yeah, like he sounds like such a bitch. Star, but yeah that's fair I, I mean i'm not i'm not on the thing this time i'm trying to use docusign as we're going along here so it's like oh, okay fucking uh okay so there was that was that thread about how there's like six thousand employees at docusign which is literally just a software that is used to sign pdfs like that's the only yeah, it's thing basically a that, scanner <laughs> the, yeah the only fucking thing that it does uh and i figured out what the other employees are doing man they're logging yeah. you out when you have spent more than 30 seconds inactive at the screen, like you have to, your DocuSign automatically logs you out literally before any other website I've ever had. That's it, kind of ridiculous. And then, so here's the thing. When you log back in, it's not like you put in your username and your password. You have to put in your oh, username wait. and then oh. your password and then confirm. So it's like a three-step process to log back in instead of just like, you know, like anything else, you just touch the little the little mm -hmm. Apple password thing and it like puts everything in and you're good to go. I have to I have to sit there fucking with the little ass Apple password for like three minutes. Not literally yeah, three minutes, but it's like over the last two days, I've probably lost 90 minutes to logging back into DocuSign <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, I, it's I kind of feel like it's a weird website, though. It's like why? I mean, I understand that people trust it, I guess. But like what is it's not really doing much like. It's not particularly secure or anything. I think the security comes from the fact that if you ever uh, walk away from your computer for more than 10 seconds, it logs you out. So they know it's not a bot at least? Uh, just so that they like, you know, like nobody else is going to come up to my desk and sign my documents because oh, I've been saying. automatically logged out. You know, it's the person who's going through the effort of doing it at the very least. Yeah. Like at that point, they deserve it because they're stepping in so quickly after I've left that it's like the number one thing on their mind, right? Yeah. It's just so inconvenient do, enough. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm sitting here and I have to send everybody NDAs for this shit too, for uh, so that they can like view the full files for something. Mm -hmm. So I'm just sending everybody NDAs, which is like hilarious also because uh, like NDAs are a huge fucking meme, right? Like, has anybody ever, has anybody ever prosecuted anybody in the entire history of the human race for breaking an NDA? Uh, didn't Trump do that to the Stormy Daniels or whatever her name is? That's actually funny. <laughs> the only person, the only person to ever prosecute an NDA was Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Like, I've never heard of a business doing it. I've never worked with a business who did it. They're always just sort of like, fuck, he broke our NDA. Yeah, normally it's with over. the business, they're just like, you're fired, if anything. Yeah. They don't really like prosecute. Well, a lot of the times they don't even like fire them. They're just like, fuck. Like, no, like no. I really, I really didn't want that information shared, dude. Like, that's why I had you sign the NDA. And they're like, fuck, I'm sorry, bro. Like, oh my I, God, just, dude. I just had to like, <laughs> I was you like, don't understand. I was talking to this girl. I was drunk. Yeah, dude. Like I was fucking like, uh, th this is how they get all the guys on, uh, 
who is that who is that like conservative guy who would go around just sending like bimbos to talk to like random tech workers oh it was the project veritas yeah 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 (laughs) and then they would they would be like so like so like okay mrs like aryan blonde woman like i'm gonna tell you like we're all like communists and the thing is we're like shadow banning everyone who's like right wing because like uh we're like communists man and it's like this communist cabal and like we control everything man and she's like oh my god that's so cool do you want to tell me more and like holds the microphone closer like it's just so fucking bad you got to this is um actually i don't want to give this person any hype but someone we both know allegedly worked for project veritas to do this allegedly they are they're also a big liar and you hate them a lot uh, <laughs> there's only there's literally only two people uh that i hate a lot so it's like you've really you've really narrowed it down for uh, i've you, narrowed right? it down for you it's it's um the one I had to apologize to you about because <laughs> of a uh, in-person shenanigan. Oh, allegedly she worked for Project Veritas, and I doing that exact task of just being a bimbo who um compromised people. And I was like, actually, this is a fitting role for you. I feel like I hope that this just uh, you have a fulfilling career. I don't think that anything came of it, but yeah, I'm I'm going full no comment on <laughs> surrounding any of this. Uh, <laughs> They're 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 a fine, great person. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I just got back from Lisbon, Portugal, right? Which uh, worst country in the world. So, dude, like, I didn't want to say, and this is the thing, like, just me as a person, everything either has to be the very fucking best or the very fucking worst, right? Like, I just that's how I relay stories to people, right? It either has to be uh, like excitingly good or excitingly bad. And Portugal doesn't really fit into either one of those categories, but it's closer to the excitingly bad part. So that's how I'm going to be like, Mm -hmm. like, that's how I'm going to be telling the story. So, uh, I, I mean, I got, I went down there for Urbit, which this is the thing. Like I had a lot of fun. Like me, me saying shit about Portugal is completely non-reflective on the Urbit assembly convention. That was actually way sicker than I expected it. Like I honestly the like people there, the whole, the whole appeal is the people like, yeah, that's... like I, I thought it was going to be a little bit, uh, like wacky and honestly, like it was, it was fucking cool, dude. Uh, there, there were like 97 different disparate groups from people that I've met like online, right? So there's like the online, like the dissident right. There was a bunch of weird anarcho people. There were some lefty like art people. There was a, I met people from like a ham radio forum that I was part of when I was like sub 15 oh, cool. years old, right? Like it was just a really bizarre conglomeration of people. There was the Curtis Yarvin trap house. There was like uh, all of this like art shit going on. There were fashion designers, coders, uh, it's just a fun time, fun to meet Damn. people. Uh, so and I, I spoke I there. Go. The reason that I went down was because I spoke. I gave a speech basically on like, uh, you know, Romelia Black Ops, right? The secret mm-hmm. viral marketing techniques and psyops of uh, Romelia. And uh, I think it was the worst speech that I have ever given publicly. Like, I think it was worse than every speech I've given at a wedding, every speech that I've given at a conference, every speech that I've given for work. Like, I think that bar none, it was the worst I've ever spoken. Now, people who listened to it said that they thought that it was good or fine or great or whatever. Uh, But, you know, you compare yourself to you. And I wanted to kill myself uh, Mm on the whole speech. I got like, there was this thing where we went, we did an audio check. Scorched Earth Policy was calling in with me beforehand. Uh, and we had we'd gotten the audio worked out. Then the second time when we came up there for game day, not just the test, uh, we were setting everything up. 
And uh, for whatever, hey, stop fucking eating my plant, dude. My cat is going nuts. I'm going to kill you, man. I should edit this out so we don't have me like death threatening my cat live on the podcast. I know, but not- we haven't had a cat. We got good mics. There's been no cat audio. I know. We so got, I think we got that's the good. cat rejection mics. I'm not actually going to kill my cat, guys. Uh, I, this is but just- the people have been wondering about your cat, so... My, my or cat's cat singular, your singular cat, shockingly great now. Uh, he's been thriving beyond anything that I reasonably thought was possible. But uh, where was I going? So anyway, so the speech was like, we started off and there was a little audio visualizer that I could see when Scorched was talking so that I could like stop talking so that there wouldn't be weird like incidents with us talking over each other, like a, a flawless mm-hmm. handoff. What happened though was that his visualizer was going off, but he, you couldn't hear the audio. So, so I would start talking and he would come in and butt in with something and it would show the visualizer going. And so I would stop talking and then there would be no audio. And then the audio people would like make some hand, you know, like, you know, when people from like a division or a department that you've never interacted with make those like very field specific hand motions at you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you know that they're like practiced and they mean something to someone, but you have no fucking idea what they're saying to you. It might as well be like fucking sign language. So, uh, I was, I was like looking at whatever they were saying and I was assuming it was like, stop, I guess. So I would stop. And then after a while it would become clear that like, okay, his audio is not coming through. And then I would keep going. So it was this weird thing where I was like, stop starting every like 20 seconds for the first like 10 minutes. And, Mm. uh, that tilted the living shit out of me, dude. Oh yeah. Once you're tilted on stage is over. Yeah. And like, I guess it was fine. Uh, but it was like, I had a list of like, a list of a lot of things that I wanted to talk about and stories that I wanted to tell. And like the, the way that we went through, it was like, uh, instead of, instead of cutting out some of the stories, we wound up compressing a bunch of them, Uh which, which I think was wrong. I think what we should have done is just taken out some of the stories and told the full version because like half acidly telling a story, uh, like loses like 90% of the impact. Right. Uh So I did hear from my, from my sources on the ground, uh, uh, through the grapevine, that there was some that he said like your talk was good, but there was some story tangent you went off on that was like kind of weird, and they couldn't he couldn't follow it or something. And that's the only thing I heard. He's like, otherwise I liked it, but there's just Based. one that I didn't hear. I heard I heard something story related, so maybe that's part of this thing you're saying. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, I mean I don't know. Like everyone came up and said it was really good, and I guess the people, uh, the, the people who liked or the people who saw it on Twitter said that it was good. Uh, also, I was wearing like an Islamic headscarf the entire time, which was I just did like, see that. That was pretty yeah, lit. That was I, that was. I'm sure it was very hot. Yeah, that was the other thing. I didn't expect it was going to be that fucking hot, man. I try to tell you. Yeah, I really, I really had no idea how much how much heat my my head radiates while I'm walking around on stage. So I was sitting there like, wow, like I'm fucking, I'm getting like gassed out in here. You know, like I'm in a sauna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I was, you know, like you instinctively want to rip it off your head. Right. But then you're like, I mean, you're wearing this it, to not be right. Docs. I was wearing it to not docs. And then that was the other thing was like, uh, because I was wearing it like, uh, everyone, <laughs> you know, like people assume you're like fucking busted if you're like anonymous and covering your face and shit like that right mm-hmm. so like when i just walked off the stage and took off the headscarf and everyone was like oh you're fucking lucas i was like <laughs> yeah, yeah like i was like uh yeah like uh what were you expecting and they were like not fucking this <laughs> like that's that's fair i guess yeah uh, i mean especially if you're gonna like be on stage like a fucking i don't know like looking like a anime character yeah you, just, you gotta you know i do i do get it i get why the they'd be like oh i expected like a 
a uh, femboy twink or something. Yeah, they all they all expected, you know, like a non-existent jawline, just like hideous, yeah. like a goblin nose type thing going on. And they unfortunately, I could not deliver on the pro- the promise there. They were. They yeah, I know. It's very disappointing. Things. Yeah, they got they get mugged from their expectations. <laughs> uh, well, that's fun, though. I, I, of course, I had to. I'm in James's wedding party, so I had to miss it. But, you know, it's actually if it was literally any other weekend. It would have been so easy to go. The The flight is cheap. It's, I will say it's never easy to go down to Lisbon. The flights weren't that cheap either. I think mine was like fucking uh, 1600 or something. But round trip, that's to Europe. That's like roughly. I mean, when I looked at flights, it was like 1200, 1100. Yeah. I mean, that's round trip is about what I would expect. I mean, you're, you know, I'm coming from a major airport, though. See, I'm just used to flying major to major, so I'm used to like, oh, it's three hundred fifty dollars no matter where you're going. So then I yeah. see sixteen hundred, I'm like, wow, that's that's literally fucking. If I didn't have to pay for the New York City hotels, which are inflated to God knows, I imagine because of refugees or we're being like we're taken in to hotels in New York because I've never seen prices like this in New York City hotels before, and like the cheapest hotel I could find was like four hundred dollars a day, like three fifty a day. So I paid like all like retarded money on for the week I was in New York. And I was like, all right, fine. We're not going to Portugal. Cause had I not done that, I'd have been like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. C'est la vie. Yeah. Um, but so it goes, you know, Hey, listen, now you have more stories. You got a party in Portugal, um, which could be, I mean, it was probably very fun to party in Portugal, even though dude, everything it was, it was so fun. The whole time was so fun. Uh, honestly, the urban people also like, I expected them to be, uh, I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do some sort of weird, uh, like partnership dick sucking thing. I expected them to be really fucking weird Mm -hmm. and they were a lot more normal than I expected them to be. Everyone I've met urban associated in real life has been mostly normal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I find very strange considering what it is. The thing is, the thing is like, I was the fucking weird one. I was like, uh, so I'm going to give this talk in a suit and a, uh, like an Islamic headscarf. And they were all kind of like, uh, and I was like, like, I get it. Like I, Listen, man, like, I don't, I don't feel super cool doing this. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like a fucking grown ass man on stage in an Islamic headscarf. Uh, I don't feel, I don't feel like a millionaire right now, but this is just the way that it's gotta be. Okay. Listen, you know, you're on camera to audience. You don't know per se. It was, I, I did see the pictures after it does look kind of fucking funny. Like it is like definitely like an interesting aesthetic. No, there's uh, literally an anime. What's the 21st century boys that like, there's a vision. Anyone who knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about or it's 20th century boys. It doesn't really matter. There's like a, as a guy in a suit in a fucking full coverage mask. I was like, that's what Lucas is. That's the vibe he's pulling right now. Um, that, yeah. But cool. They I had to learn. It. Okay. Here's the other thing. I had to learn how to tie the headscarf and like, Okay. It's called, I think, a shemag. Shemag. So you Google how to tie a shemag, right? And then you get like fucking 37 different methods. It's like the Bedouin method, the traveler (laughs) method. The so I'm like going through all of these and you know, they they have like uh they'll have some they'll have some Muslim guy come on camera and fucking he'll fucking tie it in like seven seconds and you'll be like, what did he do? You know, it's like it's it's like when you're like a four year old and you watch your dad tie his tie for the first time, mm-hmm. and it's just like magically this knot appears out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was watching all of these videos and like trying to slow them down frame by frame to figure out like which one I was going to use for the talk. Uh, 
And I, I like tried searching for shit like uh terrorist method, like stuff like that. <laughs> and like you eventually just think like, you know, I like the terrorist method? Why would yeah. that be a superior method? You think it would be more battle tested? Like, well, no, I, that was, it was just like that was the full coverage way, right? Like oh, a lot of these yeah. ways like show half your face or something. And I was like, I'm fine with uh eyes, but not Yeah, like I don't want to make it like super obvious when I'm on stage because like you know, like I don't really at this point, like I don't really give a shit if I'm doxxed. Like I, I am doxxed. Uh like and like creep shots are not like great, I guess, but it's like they're out there. Uh but it's very different to have like a creep shot of you and be like, oh, this guy is Lucas, than it is to have like you're video, on a stage, yeah. it says Romelia Corporation in the background, Lucas Fisher speaking, and it's you, right? Like one of yeah. those is like the docs, like it, it contains all of like the information within the picture itself. And the other one is like, uh, explicitly like right on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah, I, I completely, I, I, I mean, like I definitely understand, like, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't on stage. Cause I was thinking of doing like consensus talk. I did but say, I still, did say the like, next time I'm talking at one of these things, I'm just not bothering with it. Like I don't give enough of a shit. Uh, and like, frankly, being being slightly warm for 45 minutes while talking just wasn't worth it. Yeah. Like, it was like, fuck, like, doxing. Oh, you can never take it back. But dude, I was warm. I was really <laughs> warm, man. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, you don't think maybe you don't think that's that big of a deal. But like, it was to me, I was there. I was fucking warm. So like, I'm just going to dox the next time. And like, again, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, doxing will be uh, a, a positive for the Lucas brand. It's just that like, I don't really want to fucking uh, like, it it creatively corrals you. That's yeah. the main thing, right? Like if people if people think that I'm anything from like a fat balding sixty year old to like a nineteen year old ginger twink, that gives me the freedom to like post whatever the fuck I want. But we're yeah. also kind of getting away from the point where like the Lucas account is like a central part of my life. It's just sort of this weird like side thing that I occasionally do while hopping from one thing to the other. Mm -hmm. We well, pass the torch off to other posters at this point. I mean, it's still kind of there. I mean, like it just it goes through it goes through ebbs and flows. Like, I mean, like my I don't want to say like my posting accounts the central part of my life, but when the other things stop, like if, like the things that are like uh, more substantive, if they start to like dry up, then I'm like, all right, I guess we're back here, you know. And also, it certainly helps with like podcast or whatever, you know. Though it's just fucking, it's just a lot. But you know, we are in the uh, we're about to enter the new era. The, 2024 era of uh the podcast so you know sky's the limit you never know maybe the lucas account becomes far more important far more important again yeah, yeah. i don't know i we all got shadow banned me and uh so i was going around everywhere in lisbon this was super funny on like day two or three i met up with sila underscore i don't know how to pronounce his name Sila. Uh, yeah. so, so uh we had a great time uh you know, love at first sight type situation. Uh, we were both we were both a little hesitant to meet each other because we were like, is this guy going to be like a weird fucking freak? Like, am I going to have to like guard him from my my uh, social circles or stuff like that? Uh -huh. uh, it was totally fine. Uh, we wound up just like. We we decided very early on, like, uh, oh, actually, so this was another fun thing. Uh, you know, how normally if you get kicked out of uh, a hotel. It'll like if you get a hotel booking, it'll say like you're in from like the the night of whenever it, you're booked for. Right. So if you have a booking yeah. for like the 27th, it'll be like night of the 27th. And then you get kicked out like 11 on the 28th. Right. 
mm-hmm. but someone says you have the day you have the hotel for the 27th mm-hmm. so my hotel i was told that i had it from the 27th to the 30th i actually had it from the 27th to the 29th uh so i got kicked out by surprise when i was like turbo fucked up uh just like <laughs> during the day yeah yeah like oof, i i just oof. fell asleep like two hours before uh That's we came back worst. from partying and uh and then i get the knock at the door and they're like sir you're like an hour late for checkout and i was like oh fuck me so i had to pack like three suits and shit into uh into my bags and like run out onto the street and uh i called up sailor and i was like hey bro so like where are you staying at and he was like i'm staying at uh somewhere that appears they all oh, fuck the curtis yarvin trap house is funny actually mm-hmm. uh, basically they had they had like 20 people or something in this airbnb and they uh-huh. kept getting they kept getting noise complainted uh because again portugal for those of you who didn't see any of my posts about this portugal is like the most noise complaining country in the entire universe and i don't know if it's because like they just like it quiet or if it's because they hate english but they noise complained fucking everything so this other place he was at had this security guard who was coming up and literally like every 15 minutes being like i'm going to call the police yeah like you you are too loud you're too loud and the airbnb is just spamming everyone with these noise complaints and stuff and it's like there's nothing you can do right like it's it's two in the morning there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like yeah, like energy substances in these people. That okay, this is the other fucking thing. Is cocaine is decriminalized in Portugal, right? Yeah, everything is decriminalized. So, like I guess I I can just say it. Like they're like they're all fucking coked out of their mind. It's 2 in the morning and you're going to like try and tell them that they have to be quiet. Like it just isn't going to happen. Like maybe you'll get like 90% or even 95% of them to be quiet, but like you're not going to get all of them. Yeah. You can't get everyone to be quiet. It's fucking impossible. So, they kept getting this, and she was some like fifty year old. Oh God, she was such a funny security guard too. Because when she wasn't like uh, harassing us, she was literally just sitting there watching the door. She'd never had her phone out. She wasn't reading a book. She was literally just staring right fucking at the door. That's weird. for like twelve hours a day, like just mind body connection, just mean just mugging the mindful. door. Yeah, so so nuts, dude. Yeah, maybe she was like a yogi, low key, because that's that's. That's transcendental type shit. Yeah. And then there was one of the guys who came up and he had just, uh, he had just been out, I guess. I think he was giving a talk actually. He might've been a speaker there, but so he took off his dress clothes on the top and he was just wearing a wife beater and he was like a quarter black or something. And as soon as the security woman saw him, she just goes like, no, no, no. Like she starts like crossing her arms and says like, you can't come in. Uh, she thought he was like homeless. And so she like prevented him <laughs> right? <laughs> from right? being a fucking quarter black. Yeah. 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 And, and Portugal's wearing like, like no quadroons allowed, bro. One drop rule, homie. That's crazy. It was so, and like, it was insane because you could instantly see her entering like, uh, like she entered a different mode when she was dealing with him versus me. And, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm like just exhausted. It was like six in the morning or some like insane shit like this. Uh, I'm waiting for my Uber to come down there. And this guy is like, are you at Urbit? And I was like, yeah. And I like walk over. I like give him my, uh, my card that I'd been handing out. I had, uh, the cards yeah, became, card. a, it was pretty the, cool. The cards became a meme, uh, because I went around and like, I was like, I can either like mindfully remember everyone I gave a card or I can come around and every time I see any group of people, I can force all of them to take a card. Uh, so that's what, Hey, stop fucking eating my plant, dude. No. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Bucky. the plant I actually like. Oh, kitty. Stop it. Okay. We're good. Uh, so every time, 
I would come around. So there were some people who wound up with like seven of my cards because I just kept giving them to them. <laughs> and then when I had the t-shirts at the end, uh, I went around also and I was like, okay, you can have a t-shirt, but you have to take a card also. I need a t-shirt. I got you a t-shirt. You did? Oh, lit. I did. So Send me one. The t-shirts, actually, they're really good quality. They're like, they're uh, some sort of like Korean shirt brand. And the printing is like extremely high quality. They're it's a probably, Romelia shirt, right? Or is it Urban shirt? Uh, it's a Romelia shirt. They're probably oh, the yeah. best free merch that I've ever given out in terms of like, uh, this shit is going to be around in like 50 years. Like I was just oh, like sitting yeah. there like examining the stitching. It's like really thick cotton. I was like, wow, this is fucking nice. This is a great free t-shirt. You guys should be absolutely ecstatic that you're getting this. Like you should be psyched out your ass, man. I'm gonna rock that shit when you yeah. said, when, next time you, whenever I see you. So anyway, anyway, so there was this guy out there who's getting called like homeless by this woman. And uh, she also, this was really fucking bizarre. She never did this with me, but she was doing it with him the whole time. And I think it was some sort of like weird, uh, like power thing or something. Mm -hmm. But like, it was very clear that he didn't speak Portuguese. And she kept yelling at him in Portuguese. And he kept being like, I speak English. Like, I don't know what you're saying to me. And she just, she just like crossed her arms and yelled at him more in Portuguese. Mm. And I was like, this is like, you know, because I would assume that she was super autistic if this was uh, any other situation. But like this one, it was like, no, I think you're doing this as like a weird intentional disrespect. So yeah, she I, thinks he's more, the Morris, they hate the... Well, actually, I don't know what they do out in Portugal. Yeah, I and I, I was I was sitting there like, this is so bizarre. Like, this guy, this guy's annual uh, take-home pay is like 10 times yours. And you're like calling mm -hmm. him like a homeless, uh, you know, like a homeless expletive. Like, this is just, this is so weird. Uh, but we called the people, we got him up there, he got saved, and then my uh, Uber came. So that was, it was a, a great rescue voyage. That, that was weird. one of those things that like, you know, you don't really, you don't really realize uh but like America is 100% like the least racist country. In oh, the world. easily. I, that's what always gets me tripped out with people. They're always like, America's so racist. I'm like, have you gone anywhere else? Literally anywhere else. Because it's fucking, it's clearly this is like as about as successful as you can get. Yeah, like <laughs> it's pretty it, good it's for like, it's also, like here. We have like 350 million people too. It's not even like it's like, oh, it's like a, a 10 million person or European country where it's like, it's like there's so many fucking people. And yeah, comparatively it's still less racist but hey yeah what do, I, what do i know it really is absurd there were a lot of there were a lot of instances down there too where like uh i did understand i did understand how they all became so racist <laughs> i mean in portugal yeah it's easy to understand now, yeah from what i know about portugal i have yet to go so i'm speaking entirely off of my uh secondhand knowledge here but i can understand we did get dogged by a homeless person for like multiple blocks, just doing the most like pathetic wailing at us about, uh, you know, whatever. Like, I, I mean, they made drugs legal in Portugal because the, it was just so bad out in the streets. It was like San Francisco, like San Francisco would be like, was a it holiday. just like some sort of a, like, okay, like you can have this, like you can. Yeah. No, literally they were like, if we don't decriminalize this, then we're just going to become like a slum. Like the entire country's going to be a slum. So it's like, all right, if, because people are just like passed out on the streets on heroin and da da da. So, all right, if we just do like ex needle exchanges and just make it like legal, we can at least monitor it and like make it deal with it within reason. Whereas, like, if we keep it criminalized, we have to like, it's just going to create more of a like a slum class. So, it was like, and actually, like, help there. And also, you can, now you can like, 
it, it, you don't have to spend resources on it. Like it just it just helped them as a country. I think it was like 15 years ago. So it it made it slightly better. I guess that's good. It was it was definitely interesting to get approached uh on the street by people saying like you can buy cocaine like do you want to buy cocaine from me like they didn't, <laughs> like they didn't like yeah actually yeah yeah How, like they came up they came up like more uh more aggressively and more frontally than the the beggars did right oh. like they would just approach you and be like hey do you want to buy some cocaine like very Westerners like, in Portugal voice. yeah there was no like weird mannerisms they didn't have like uh they didn't have like that drug dealer energy it was just sort of like uh you're being approached by like uh you know like it, it was more the energy that you get from guys who are like uh trying to trying to sell you insurance or something yeah that's how weird. new york city is nowadays with like weed and shrooms and shit oh, so when you walk down the street there's like hey you want this movie? like there's it's very like they'll set up like a fucking stand on the street yeah. and smoking blunts like hey you want to try some of this shit it like, was it was insane though like the cocaine that uh i bought like one uh one unit i, I don't know it was one unit it was, a gram a, gram so probably it, it was supposed to be a gram actually what is the cure what is the prices in portugal i'm curious that was the thing is oh this was actually super funny too i uh i was with this group of people and uh one of them this this very uh coked out girl was like okay so this is the price uh but holy shit that's so much cheaper than it is in america we can just charge everyone american prices and they'll pay because that's what they're used to and then we can keep the rest and, uh, oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she was, she was like saying this in front of me, uh, and then later she did it to me. Like she just charged me the American price, You're but like, like I knew, my face. but I knew what the no, no. I just paid. I thought it was really funny. I was like, uh, I, am, I admire the hustle of like, hey, good for you being being so coked out. You don't even remember telling me that you were gonna like scam me like right here in this room. <laughs> like I was like, that's actually like extremely based. I, yeah, uh, but I, I guess it cost like uh, I, I think I think it was like sixty dollars a gram, and it was like. The oh, best, yeah. It was the best cocaine that I've ever had in my entire life. That like, makes I've, sense. I, like, uh, I've flatly never had, like, I thought that cocaine was just a shitty drug because every cocaine that I have ever, every cocaine, every time I've tried <laughs> cocaine in America, it was just like dog shit. Uh, and then I, it was like dog shit and then I would be awake for like four hours and then I would have, uh, I would just have like the next day be like, oh God, like I'm so fucking miserable. And like the high itself wasn't even that enjoyable. Uh, mm. But then this stuff was like, it lasted like 30 minutes and then you were totally done. And you like, I literally went to oh, sleep yeah, yeah. like 45 minutes after. It's not cut uh, with anything. That's how it's supposed to be. It's like, yeah, you can just, you only stay awake if you keep doing it. It doesn't like, yeah, yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It but was really bizarre. Good for them in Portugal out there with their, with their, uh, not stepped on cocaine for respectable prices. Dude, the shit, the shit in America must dream. be absolutely insane. And where? The shit in America must be absolutely insane after seeing like presumably because like I don't even think that was like amazing cocaine, right? Like this was just like, oh, like Lucas buys cocaine and like off the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like off the street. It was through someone who knew someone. But like, you know, it's not like like I'm not like some sort of cocaine connoisseur with like epic connections. It was just some guy basically. Yeah, I mean, effectively, unless you get it, unless you like know the person and they know that they don't cut and da da da. It's going to be like dog shit. Well, and like, I, I don't think you can really everything. control like, you know, because I don't think there's only one layer who's cutting it. 
I think well, cocaine. So okay, there's there's a cut in cocaine. Yeah. I think it's called like levamisole or something. It's some it's some drug that like makes the effects last longer, but it's also like it's like an anti-cancer drug that was banned years ago because it oh, has uh, like extremely shitty side effects. Uh but it's it's in basically all cocaine, even the shit that is like in Colombia. Like yeah, it, yeah. It gets, that's like it gets when they like, like manufacture from the source. Yeah. So like there are some things that I think you just can't fucking avoid. Yes, exactly. Uh, but then there's like, oh, this is cut with baking soda and, and amphetamines. And yeah, like the thing is, like, I would be totally fine if that. they would cut it with just like baking soda and say like, yeah, it's just like less potent. Uh, but whatever they're putting in the stuff that I've had in America is stuff that like it makes you feel shitty, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you feel really fucking weird. So I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of comments on this saying, oh, like, Lucas, you're such a plebe. You need to go like hit up my guy. He's got like, <laughs> the fucking purest snow you've ever seen. You know, we're like, going to get the fucking uh, we're yeah, going to get the like, podcast intern to put a spreadsheet of all yeah, your guys. And it's like, and it's all like all your I, I believe you. I believe you. Like, it's all totally. Your, no, no, actually, no. Let, don't don't tell them no, because we need the podcast to make a spreadsheet of your guys and each of your respected cities just in case there's a conference of some sort. Yeah, like, like, I'm, not, get... I'm not really like. I'm not really trying to uh, go out and do like a bunch of cocaine. Uh, no, I get that. No, but it, uh, as a meme, just because uh, you never yeah. know where you end up. Like, oh, there's a conference in fucking, uh, you know, uh, Saskatchewan. I don't know. And now we have a, like, and then who who knows the cocaine plug? And then now you get invited to all the parties. Yeah. Because of, of our podcast spreadsheet. That would be um, funny. We can have our podcast listeners do A-B testing on the, the cocaine kinda, purity. <laughs> that'd be kind of dope. Um, we could, you, could, you could use the voice cell website to measure it, right? Like, So it's a stimulant. Oh, yes. so it's going to increase the, the tension in your vocal cords. So mm. you, can, you can gauge the purity by uh, having them do a, a pre-measured line of each. And whichever one raises their vocal pitch more is going the most to be potent. the pure cocaine. Oh, right? that's genius. We need a fucking... We're going to TM that. Yeah, and then we'll um, get uh, then we'll get arrested for feeding a bunch of Discord seventeen year olds cocaine <laughs> to measure their vocal pitch, it's especially fucking... because we're trying to raise it, right? Like that's basically grooming them. We're basically oh, yeah, transing we are, we are them. them. We're raising their vocal pitch. We're turning them into Discord them. kittens. Uh, the Discord raccoons, the little Discord kitten. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely going on the blue team now, aren't they? Oh yeah, blue teams for the for the kittens for sure. So, uh, well, where, where was I even going with the, uh, I don't remember per se. Yeah, I remember just anyway. shitting on Portugal and yeah. Okay. So, so I went around everywhere with like, uh, the Sela and we basically decided when I got kicked out, like, okay, we're just going to like, uh, we're just going to fucking wing it. We were also thinking maybe we should go share like a bed in a hostel or something. Uh, we didn't do that. We, we slept on, we, we met like a fucking like right wing health compound meetup out there. We went and we chilled with them for a while. They had a they had a really nice place. Their place mogged everyone else's place that we went down there, oh, no. that we went to down there by like an enormous, unimaginable margin. Like they were living in uh, such relative luxury that like as soon as I walked outside, I felt like it was just over. Like total despondency. Like ever, I was like, holy fuck. Uh, like they had like a reflection pool that had like koi fish oh, and turtles in like in their back garden. Like it, it just it mogged everything <laughs> so much. Uh, and then we went and we stayed with some of the other speakers at one of the speaker houses and me and him just showed up and shared the bed. Uh, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say the fucking gayest thing that I've probably ever said. I said this already in a group chat with you, but uh, I like, I had no problem falling asleep in a bed with Sila, 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 
Taylor. So like, like Taylor. every time I've ever shared a bed with a girl, it takes me just like two hours to fall asleep. And I was like fucking out like a rock next to him. It was, it was basically like I was on my own. Bros sleep. Yeah. Listen, that's, that goes back to, that's like Spartan right there, bro. Out there in the wilderness, holding each other for warmth. Yeah. Just I mean, we never, like we never, hold up. I'm going to, I'm going to clarify. We, we weren't holding. <laughs> I mean, if you no did, holding. it's fine, bro. There was no holding. It's, it's okay if you be, did. Like, no, I, there was no, I there was you. no, I'm going to clip the mic out here. There was no holding. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, someone, someone in that chat also was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because like when you're sleeping with a girl, you have to like, uh, you have to be like sleeping light and like ready to defend them or something. Mm. And when you're sleeping with the bro, you know that they've got your back. And I was like, <laughs> they got this, your I was back. like, this sounds like <laughs> such insane homosexual. Cope. Like I have never, I have never heard something that sounds more like homosexual. That is cope. Such and homosexual like, I'm, cope. I'm accepting it obviously, because what, what choice do I have? Right. But, uh, when brothers sleep together, they got each other's back. That's, yeah, like one, like, that's like one of those fucking memes of like Bugs Bunny smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the SpongeBob ones, like the, yeah. the extremely high definition. Yeah, him standing there with Patrick. Absolutely. God, man. It was. I have slept next to a male in college, my friend, who's actually in a fairly, relatively famous band. Sonia asked me, Sonia asked me about it the other day. She's like, how do you know this band? I was like, I don't know this band. He goes, you follow the drummer. I was like, oh, I know that guy. It's my homie from college. And he like would come visit my roommate and we became really good friends. But when he would come, he would just like sleep in my bed with like my fucking like dorm room twin size mattress. But he slept like a baby every time. So I get it. There was also no holding each other. Just for clarification. Yeah. None of us are holding anyone who is another slept, man. We slept foot to head. We're all, foot to head we're all as, heterosexual as, men. Yes. It was good though. Um, no, and we were, it, oh, I'm going to, we're going to actually uh, do a lot to cancel out the work that we just did there convincing everyone that I'm heterosexual, but uh, okay. it was, it was funny because we would just sit up for like uh, a couple hours, like fucking like giggling about like the activities for the day. Oh, yeah, and we were wondering like, uh, like what are the people in the other rooms thinking when they're hearing this? Like this is not, uh, <laughs> this is not you guys exactly are cupcaking, like, uh, sharing ghost stories, yeah. fucking just giggling. Yeah. Oh, and the other really funny thing is the room had this big stock picture of just a tribal African woman staring at you. Oh, nice. Right. You're, and, you're longhouse. No, no, no. Sharing so, a bed with Taylor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, no, no, no. So I, I was thinking, wow, this is an extremely bizarre photo to have anywhere, really. But in this Airbnb specifically, rented by these people specifically. Uh, so then I'm going around to the other rooms and I walk into someone else's room to talk to him later and there's the same fucking tribal african photo so somebody somebody got like presumably like a bulk order of these tribal african women That's photos so and put them in like you know and it's like of all the stock airbnb decorations yeah that's a very particular one and i just don't see i i just feel like a person who would own airbnb in portugal does, does not seem like at least doesn't map my model for who would have a stock tribal African woman picture. So it, yeah, it, it really didn't make a ton of sense to me, but there was, it was, it had that European thing that happens where like you go to a restaurant and like 30% of the time you open the restaurant's menu and like, there's just pictures of like naked people on them in like various like artsy poses. Like that yeah. kept happening to us. Uh, and 
Europeans. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I, it's like something's going on in Europe. I don't really know what the fuck it is, but there's just all these naked people always on shit. And that's, uh, it's like art, I guess, you know, that's, that's my cope for them. You know, it's like how, like, I'm not, I'm not giggling in, in bed with the guy because I'm gay. It's like masculine bonding and friendship. Like, uh, the, the people on the menus aren't like gay. It's like art or something. Like I'm coping for the Europeans too now. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do love their nudity. I don't know what to deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing is like, uh, so, so Sayla and I have very good, like, if you have like a Venn diagram of like the people who uh, either like or dislike one of us or the other, like we, we have a pretty good full coverage. Like if someone dislikes one, they'll likely like the other. And the same mm. thing was true for girls. This was super funny. Uh, so there was like no overlap either on the girl frontier. So, you know, like none of the none of the like aggressive competition that can happen when like you look you, you attract the same demographics of women as your friend. Yeah, and you that's have to always like fight very over helpful. It. Yeah, that's always very good. You don't. And it was have... great too because if either of us ever saw someone and we were like, "Wow, like she looks pretty good," the other one would be like, "She's mid." It was like every time it was like perfect one hundred percent hit rate for like. I oh, love that. Yeah, the best wingman is the one. Yeah, we just we take different shots. Everyone right. knows your lane. Absolutely, like every man has a soulmate. And uh, what they don't realize is it's just another man. It's, another it's just bros. another man that has totally diametric tastes from you and attracts different demographics of women than you. Ah, that's, that's the life. I'm jealous now. You can get married too, but it won't be your soulmate. Your soulmate is a man. That sounds real. That's very real, in fact. And uh, yeah, we, we wound up like, uh, we now have like, seven like sub businesses that we formed out of that one uh one thing just and then we spent like a day hanging out with lord miles too who is like i totally understand how lord miles uh how how everything that happened in his life happened now like after you meet him you understand it's like just like absolute max agreeability uh mm-hmm. with like like he's not going to piss anyone off like he's not going to piss a single person off ever uh if he doesn't want to Mm-hmm. Right. He has he has like extremely high empathy in that he can read exactly what he needs to be doing or saying to like not fuck himself over in any given situation. And a lot of the time he'll play like a retard, right? Like he'll he'll play like a goofy uh LARPing idiot or something. And so there's a lot of people who just think he's like a total retard, but like he knows what he's doing very much so. Like he's mm-hmm. a he's a fairly sophisticated mental actor. Did the um so the Taliban really did tweet like, oh, he's fine. We actually do love we love this guy. Is that real? Uh so there's stuff going on there that I can't really like talk about on there, oh. but like he is alive. Uh and he's like he's sort of found himself in a bit of a geopolitical pretzel, I guess. Because of his gold mine thing that he wants to do, right? Yeah. Because, like, there's no... Like, the U.S. doesn't have a foothold. The West really doesn't have a foothold in Afghanistan. So he's the only Western actor who has any access to, like, Taliban ministers, Afghanistan ministers, right? Uh Uh-huh. So China also wants to start mining Afghanistan for its resources. Uh Uh-huh. So he's, like, the only Western liaison that they can use as an in to like get into China or they, they can get into like, uh, like stave off China. Right. Uh huh. So like, that's an insane fucking situation to be in for like, uh, like 20 somethings guy. 
where yeah, sure. you're getting like backed by the West to go like mine gold in Afghanistan before China does, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy, actually. It's absolutely insane. Everything that he was telling me about the gold mine was just really, really funny. I, I think it would be great for him to release like a token too. <laughs> yeah. Like Fucking after he does his initial raise. Hobby like, coin. Dude, imagine imagine how high the Miles meme gold token the Miles meme like gold ticker would go if people thought like you got you got like some uh percentage, some some valuation of like the treasury's gold. Like imagine a gold bar with Miles face if you're like a top one percent holder. That's funny. I feel like I mean you probably can't actually do that, but you should tell people that you are doing that. I think you can. So I think you can actually do it because essentially everything is legal if you're not in the US. Now, obviously, like obviously I'm simplifying things a little fucking bit, but like everything's legal if you're not in the US. The thing that I'm learning sounds like a perfectly valid statement to me. Right. Now that I'm now (laughs) that I'm having to like raise money and stuff like that for people, I'm realizing that like the SEC is sort of its own unique thing in terms of holy shit, this is complicated. And uh, you know, like foreign investors can just do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, interesting. America uniquely, like everyone thinks of it as being like so unregulated. And it is in terms of like agriculture. Like you can go pour whatever poison you want onto like corn. You can zap whatever you want into the airwaves. There's no regulations or restrictions on that. But what there are restrictions on are uh, capital, right? There's extreme capital restrictions in terms of money flow. So uh that that doesn't like i'm and again i'm sure that they they exist in european countries like i don't think that they're literally unregulated but they really well, don't happen. It's, yeah they really don't happen in the same way yeah i mean also it's just a matter of like i mean i've heard many competing theories of why why that is but there's just more capital moving around i guess in the u.s so i guess that's part of it then like i, Europe, I don't really have a good explanation for why i don't it fucking is. know the deal uh, though I've I've heard a bunch of the like right wing VCs will tell me that there's some competition between like the Biden admin and like uh the existing what the fuck the existing legislature and they're they're like you know like the Biden admin is like anti crypto and the existing legislature is pro crypto and then they'll give me geopolitical reasons for why one or the other has the stance they do uh I don't fucking know man uh all I know is that it's a pain in the ass like getting accredited investors versus just getting anyone in the in the EU or European countries to sign up for things. And you know, accredit, accreditation isn't like that hard to get, but it's just like the fact that it exists is again sort of goofy, right? Yeah, the like accreditation, to, I mean, it's kind of hard to get. I mean, if you have, for the average you, person, but now yeah, you have like it's basically in order to get accredited, there's a few tests that you can take, like a few tests of your like financial understanding that do it. Uh, but the the financial... Uh, the financial standards that can get you in are like, do you make 200K a year for more than two years in a row or for two years in a row, I think, or do you have uh, over 1 million net worth outside your primary residence? If you have either one of those, you can be accredited and you yeah. can actually just like sign up. Oh, you also have to dox to the US government, I guess, which doesn't like nobody outside of crypto cares about that. Uh, but, you know, it's like... <sighs> It is a little bit of a pain in the ass that you have to fit some standard before you can invest in things, you know? Yeah, I think it's really annoying, personally. Like, what? It was, <sighs> because otherwise, you're, how are you supposed to get to the point? Like, everything. Right, like, like I mean, yeah. even, even if somebody wanted to fucking toss three grand into a seed round, or like a Series A or something, they can't do that without being accredited. 
And it's like, why? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you don't need to be accredited to buy 3K of a stock. Why do you need to be accredited to participate in a seed round or a Series A? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's literally just... uh... It's kicking the ladder out from underneath you. Tip right, mostly. and it's it's like I don't. I I guess in theory it's because one of these is higher risk than the other or something like that, right? But the other thing is that the high risk plays are the ones that actually have high rewards. So it, it effectively it is feels higher like, risk. Like, is it really? That's the other thing risk? is like I I honestly like you can't get rugged that. Oh, Okay, I'm. I'm again. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not. This is not financial advice. <laughs> our, our, our our weekly uh... generally generally on well uh, well structured like seed raises or Series A, Series B deals. You can't get as fucked as you can on stocks because stocks again like they don't usually go to zero, but they can literally go to zero. Whereas yeah. if you're getting in on like a seed raise or something, you're usually getting preferred. You're usually getting preferred uh, stock. You're getting preferred equity in something and so like you're going to get paid out before the founders do right so like you will almost certainly make it out with your initial capital like it's it's usually structured to be very very safe for the people who are doing the seed investment so that doesn't happen in stocks obviously you're not guaranteed to get anything out you can get literally zero out uh and the other thing is if you're investing in a seed round obviously like it can go to a bajillion or it can go to zero right Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, the 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 risk reward there is just it's so much greater. When he gets older, he won't sound like this anymore, right? 